0: service. We're a day away from the start of football on the Arkansas State Campus. Red Wolves players reporting to Jonesboro for fall camp, which will begin tomorrow with the first of 14 preseason workouts. Season opens a month from tomorrow, September 3rd against Grambling State. Cardinals make a trade last night, just a day before the Major League trade deadline at 5 this afternoon. It's not for the player you thought they might be going for. They deal with the Pittsburgh Pirates getting left-handed starting pitcher Jose Quintana and right-handed reliever Chris Stratton from the Bucks. Exchange, the Cardinals send Pittsburgh right-handed reliever Yohan Oviedo and minor league infielder Malcolm Nunez. Cardinals back home this evening for the first to three against the Cubs at Busch Stadium. Adam Wainwright gets the start for St. Louis against Chicago's Keenan Thompson. First pitch at 645, pregame 550 on 95.9 The Wolf. And in minor league ball, the Memphis Redbirds open a six-game international league series tonight in Jacksonville, Florida. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed a play the tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. It's time for The Setup, the fastest hour in sports talk here on The Ticket. Here are your hosts, Cade Carleton and Andrew Bowen.
1: All right, welcome, back. welcome in to a Tuesday edition of The Setup here on The Ticket Radio Network. Cade Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here on The Ticket Streaming online, 95.3, theticket.com, and through the TuneIn app by searching for KNEA. You can also find us Facebook, Twitter, at the Ticket Radio, Instagram, it's at the Ticket Radio Network, where you can find us there. Uh, Coming up on the show today, we'll check in on the latest uh, in terms of the MLB trade deadline. We'll, we'll look at that. Uh, fall camp starts up tomorrow for a state, so we'll talk about that. Uh, and a whole lot more over the next hour, plus a conversation at 2.30 with Curtis Wilkerson over at hogsports.com. So all of that and more coming up on the show today. But right now, Andrew Bowen will get us caught up on some headlines.
2: Brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. The offseason officially over for Arkansas State football. The Red Wolves report today for fall camp. A state will hold its first of 14 practices on Wednesday. Meanwhile, watch list season continues around college football. The latest Red Wolf to earn recognition is senior linebacker Kavon Bennett, who landed on the watch list for the Lombardi Trophy. The award is lo- is limited da- to down linemen and select linebackers. Elsewhere, Arkansas's Jalen Catalan and Bumper Pool have been named to the preseason watch list for the Chuck Ben. Bed Narik Award, which is presented annually to the best defensive player in college football. Catalan and Poole are two of the 90 standouts on this year's list. And with the major league, with Major League Baseball's trade deadline set for today at 5 p.m., the Cardinals have acquired Jose Quintana and Chris Stratton from the Brit, from the Pirates, excuse me. On the field, St. Louis begins a three-game series against the Chicago Cubs tonight at 6.45 p.m. on 95.9 the Wolf. And this has been your daily headlines brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. All right, so
1: we are um, a little under three hours away from the MLB trade deadline, which uh, starts up at five or ends at five o'clock. And I personally cannot wait to uh, get to five o'clock or a little bit after so I can stop checking Twitter because... uh, Basically, since I have been up this morning, I've just been refreshing Twitter just to see um, what the Cubs are going to do, who they're going to get back in return for Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras if they trade them, and we are under three hours out and they still haven't been traded. Now, obviously, uh, last year it came like a it came like a flurry where it was, uh, I don't know, 30-45 minutes before the deadline and it felt like all... Of the Cubs guys got traded at that point, so like obviously there's still more time to go. But it is uh, it is a little bit wild to be three hours out from the deadline and to see um, so many names that you thought probably were going to be dealt um, this trade season still not be dealt. Uh, obviously, you know at the top of that list is is Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ. Uh, y'all are, you also have Carlos Rodon who. A lot of people expected the Giants to move on from, and there's been no movement on that. Uh, David David Robertson with the Cubs, Jock Peterson with the Giants, Joey Wendell, uh, Pablo Lopez, Noah Syndergaard, J.D. Martinez. Uh, like There are still a ton of good players that are guys that a lot of people expected to be traded that are still out there in under three hours to go till, till the deadline hits. So, uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see what these next three hours look like. If we are going to get a slew of trades or if it's just going to kind of be quiet, um, or, or what the deal is. So, uh, that has definitely been interesting to see, but obviously we have already had some, some big trade news, um, So far today in baseball. Um, Obviously, the big news of the day is that the San Diego Padres went out and acquired Juan Soto. Um, And they had to give up a haul to get Juan Soto, but they got Juan Soto, and now the Padres have a little big three in San Diego with Manny Machado, uh, Juan Soto, and Fernando Tatis. And Tatis, like, I think is supposed to be – Back in the fold um, in the lineup in maybe a week or two, so he's about to get back from injury, and then they're adding Juan Soto, and looks like they are going to make a legitimate run at a championship this year. Um, looking at the numbers for, for Juan Soto, the overall numbers this year are down from what he has done in his first four seasons in the MLB, but... He still has a 40% on-base percentage, uh, 485 slugging percentage, and 894 OPS. And one of the things that is interesting is the fact that he is taking a lot more walks this year. He has 91 walks. uh, His career high was 145 last year. So uh, he's on pace already to surpass that career high from last year. So he's taken a lot of walks this year. And the fact that he has been in the midst of a very, very, very bad lineup, so it's pretty easy for Juan Soto to not get a lot of pitches uh, that he can drive out, right? Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what those what those splits are like in the month of August, whenever he gets into the Padres lineup. If it is more along the lines of what we have seen, where he had a 999 OPS. Uh, in tw- in 2021, and he had a 1.185 OPS in 2020. Right, so it's it's going to be interesting to see once he gets into the fold of that Padres lineup if the numbers kind of go back to to what they were then. Obviously, what he's doing this year is is not a terrible season. I mean, his OPS is almost 900, but um for a guy that has been kind of hovering around that 1,000 mark or above it the last two seasons, um. It will be interesting to see what he uh, what he looks like, whatever he gets to to the Padres. So, Juan Soto dealt to the Padres earlier today. Um, in return, the the Padres gave up a gave up a haul. First off, they gave up Mackenzie Gore, who once upon a time was like one of their top five prospects, and this year got called up to be the I can't remember if he's a fourth or fifth starter in their rotation. Uh, They gave up Robert Hassel, who is a top-three prospect. They gave up C.J. Abrams, who is a top-20 prospect, and they also gave up James Wood um, in in the deal as well. So three different top 100 players in baseball, the Padres traded to the Nationals, plus Mackenzie Gore, who was their former uh, number-one prospect and is in his first year in the league. So the Nationals got a pretty good return package for for Juan Soto today. Um, and again, not only was it Juan Soto, it was also Josh Bell that went to went to the Padres. So they're able to make their infield better, which was already a pretty solid infield because now you have Machado and Bell at the corners and Tatis uh, up the middle. But one of the worst hitting outfields in baseball now all of a sudden gets one of the best hitters in baseball in in Juan Soto, so uh, the NL West is just stacked, and it is going to be stacked for the for the foreseeable future. I mean, the Dodgers are not going anywhere. Uh, now the Padres are not going anywhere, and you would think that even though the Giants are around a 500 team, that they're still going to be competitive more times than not. So your top three teams, you're in and you're out, uh, are, are going to be crazy. And if the Rockies and the Diamondbacks ever figure out what they want to do with the direction of their franchise, then holy cow, that division's going to get crazy. But um from from a top two team standpoint, um there I don't know that there is, at least in the last five years, been two teams in the same division that have that much firepower as the Dodgers and the Padres do right now. Yeah. Because no, it's insane. It's um, nuts. I mean, the only other one that maybe could argue is the American League East, but that one kind of tapers off after the Yankees, right? Like, they're, obviously, every team there has a 500 record or better. But still, from an overall, like, big-name star standpoint, it does start to taper off a little bit after the Yankees. Yeah. So, I mean, just from a star standpoint alone, the NO West is going to be crazy now, uh, with the Dodgers and, and Padres. So hooray, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was the big news today is that Juan Soto was officially on the move and, uh, we'll be headed to the San Diego, uh, Padres outside of that, there hasn't been just a ton of, you know, big time trade deadline news. Um, the, Yankees went out and acquired a couple of pitchers last night uh, from the from the Oakland A's. So the Yankees were able to strengthen their bullpen along with their uh, rotation. Um, they also traded Joey Gallo just now to the Dodgers, um, and the Dodgers didn't give up much. The Dodgers gave up like their number seventeen prospect just to get uh, Joey Gallo. So it was a one for one swap with their number seventeen overall prospect to get Joey Gallo, which. Honestly, is not a bad move from the Dodgers standpoint, right? Gallo has been terrible when he's been with the Yankees, but you, you take that, you take that move to see if a, a change of scenery will kind of get him back to where he was when he was with the Rangers, because if he was, if he could even get close to that level, then holy cow, the Dodgers, uh, become even better than they are right now, which is crazy to think about. So, um. Uh, that one was that one was an interesting move earlier today as uh, as well to see Joey Gallo go to the Dodgers. Also, it was fun to think about for a little bit about how, you know, Eric Hosmer was one of the pieces originally reported to be in that Juan Soto deal and he had 10 teams that he had a no trade clause for. So, if he was in a trade with one of those teams, he could decline the right to go there. And one of those teams was the Washington Nationals. And so for about, I don't know, 15 minutes or so on Twitter, it appeared that maybe Eric Hosmer may blow up the whole Juan Soto deal and be the most hated man in San Diego. But um, it started to come out, I guess, right after that, that uh, the trade was going to go through regardless of if Eric Hosmer was was in it or not. So uh, we do know it has gone through. Now Eric Hosmer has been dealt to the Red Sox after rejecting the Nationals. But I got to say, I have a hard time blaming Eric Hosmer in this situation. To go from San Diego where you're second in the NL West and you're going to make the playoffs um, – to go from that to going to the nationals where they're maybe like four or five years away from being competitive again um I don't blame him I would have said no to that too and it turns out Hosmer saying no and standing his ground got him to another team that is in the thick of things for a playoff spot of the Boston Red Sox so uh I, I thought uh, I thought that was interesting, kind of how it shook out uh, to see Eric Hosmer going to the uh, Boston Red Sox. And obviously, once that got out, if you're the Padres, there was no way you could, you could keep him at that point. Because it's already gotten out that you were trying to package him in a deal. And so there's no way you could have kept him on the roster. So um, anyways, Eric Hosmer is now going to the Red Sox after rejecting the Washington Nationals. So um, anyways... Um, I guess right now, barring something that happens like literally now that is, that is about it in terms of the trade deadline. Obviously from a, NL central standpoint, we did see the Padra or the pirates trade Jose Quintana to the Cardinals, um, which will be interesting to see how that works out. Um, uh, Jose Quintana is having a great year, but also he's playing for a terrible team with a terrible defense. So, uh, I'm kind of interested to see what his ERA looks like in the month of August with the Cardinals as opposed to what it has looked like all year with the Pirates. Because, again, it hasn't been bad. It's like 3.5. But still, he's getting a significant upgrade defensively with the Cardinals than than he had with the Pirates. So, uh, anyways. Yeah. So, um, I guess that's about it uh, in terms of MLB moves. Yeah. Um, the Braves extended Austin Riley yesterday, no surprise there. Um, Christian Vasquez last night got traded from the Red Sox to the Astros while the Red Sox were in Houston to play the Astros. And so he got bombarded on the field with with uh, questions from, from reporters. And that lasted about maybe a minute and a half before uh, someone with the uh, Red Sox uh, PR department uh pulled him into the dugout in the way. So uh I guess maybe tonight we'll see Christian Vasquez in the lineup for for the uh for the Astros or maybe tomorrow night against his uh against his old team. So Uh, Anyways, that's the latest there in regards to the MLB trade deadline. We will step aside, take a timeout, come back with more after this on The Ticket.
0: We are not ready to go to the closer just yet. More of the setup coming up next on The Ticket Radio Network. East Arkansas Broadcasters is bringing back the area's biggest sports card and memorabilia show. Saturday, August 13th at the Red Wolf Convention Center inside the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro. And there's still time for you to set up as a vendor along with collectors from across the area. If you want information on getting a table... Email bobo at eabjonesboro.com. That's B-O-B-O at eabjonesboro.com. But hurry, space is limited. Make your plans now to join us for EAB's kickoff classic sports card and memorabilia show from 9 to 3, Saturday, August 13th at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro.
3: Hello? Emily, it's Jennifer. I need your help. Oh no, what's going on? I don't know if you've heard, but I'm having to work from home starting today and I'm trying to get set up, but I
0: can't even get calls from the office. Okay, do you have the Spectrum VoIP app on your phone? No, I haven't set it up yet. Okay, I can log into the admin portal and forward your calls to your cell until I get it all set up. Thank you so much. You bet. Let me know when you're back in the office and we'll get that app installed. That way you'll never miss a call no matter where you are. Emily, you're the best. What about my video conference calls? I'll send you a link to the Spectrum VoIP portal just like we use in the office once you log in you'll be able to use the chat feature and the video call feature right from your laptop
3: fantastic now i need to get
4: started working
5: when working from the office at home or on the road spectrum voip makes it easy if you'd like a free demo call 870-454-HELP that's 870-454-4357 or visit us online at calmersolutions.com spectrum voip from calmer solutions cloud hosted high quality voip at the best price
6: Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's gonna be okay, it happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details.
7: EACC's fall registration is underway now, so register today. You'll find the fall semester schedule of classes online at EACC.edu under the course schedule link. Students have the options of on-campus, online, and blended classes for the fall semester. Advising and testing for new students are available online on campus and virtually. EACC campuses in Forest City and Wynn are open for registration Monday through Thursday 8 a.m. to 5 30 p.m. Call 870-633-4480 or email advising at EACC.edu to schedule an appointment for testing or to meet with an advisor. Choose EACC where you'll find more support, a better experience, and lower tuition. Register soon. Fall classes begin Monday, August 22nd.
6: If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat.
2: Sounds good, honey.
6: Check today at NHTSA.gov the right seat brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. What is dedication? I think a parents' job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings.
5: That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov.
0: We're always rooting for overtime round here. Now let's get back to the setup.
1: All right, welcome back here on a Tuesday setup. Here on the tickets. Uh about 10 minutes out from a conversation with our friend Curtis Wilkerson over at uh, hogsports.com coming up at 2:30 today, but um in the meantime, um A-state football reported today fall camp starts tomorrow at 9 26 a.m is the uh, first practice and that's exciting uh the the off season is i guess officially over now as we turn into preseason mode for the next month or so and then before you know it it'll be the start of uh, college football season which cannot get here uh soon enough at this point um yeah, please. <laughs> once, I mean, once today is over, and I guess tomorrow too, um, and the MLB trade deadline talk has has happened and come and gone. Then it becomes full on talking season. Uh, right? I don't. I don't guess talking season. It becomes preview season, right? And so, at some point, the preview thing does get a little bit old, but. I'd rather be doing preview than be doing July sports content. So, you know, take what you can get. Uh, but anyways, that starts up tomorrow for a state. So looking forward to that, uh, looking forward to, uh, to seeing the first practice tomorrow, which means we are super, super close to the start of college football season. Also, uh, as was announced, I guess it was yesterday, uh, Kevon Bennett landed on the, uh, the trophy watch list. Uh, for for a state um the qualifications for that is limited to down linemen um or linebackers who set up no further than five yards deep from the line of scrimmage so uh he was named to the rotary lombardi award watch list comprised of 77 players yesterday so that's uh the kind of the latest there from from an a state uh perspective um so far no other news in regards to the mlb trade deadline as we are a little under a little over two and a half hours away from five o'clock the official end of trading season in the mlb Uh, there is i guess a little bit of news is that carlos radon is officially available and the Giants have put a high price on him, and now have a few hours left to see if anyone meets that price, according to Joel Sherman of the New York Post. So, that, uh, I guess we could see Carlos Radon on the move for uh, for the Giants. So, Man. That, I mean, that obviously, that obviously shakes the market up a little bit in the closing hours because it did feel like uh, that, he was probably going to stay with the Giants, and so the the starting pitching market was pretty much Noah Syndergaard and nobody else. And so now you add him into that mix, and it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I like the the further along we go, and I know I'm going to be proven wrong, um, but the further along we go, the more I just think that, that there are so many there are so many pieces on this market. And there are so many moves that either have already been made or are going to be made that it would not surprise me one bit if the team that everyone considered to be sellers in the Chicago Cubs don't sell off their two biggest pieces because the asking price is not what they want. Because that is a very real scenario in in this market. And I, you know, if it wasn't for Juan Soto, it probably wouldn't be. If not for Juan Soto, those two would have already been gone. But because of the Juan Soto thing and it lingering on until this afternoon, and now you know you've seen a lot of different moves for for different guys that fill the same needs that Contreras or Hapwood. It suddenly becomes super interesting to see what happens there. And if they do indeed don't get dealt, are they going to get contract extensions, or is this going to be a deal where it's like? hey, you're going to play out the rest of your season here and then we're trading you in the offseason. So, there, there's still, I don't remember last year, there's still being so many unanswered questions about certain teams or certain players this close to the trade deadline. Uh, it it just does feel like there's still a lot of stuff lingering and we still have about, and we only have about two and a half hours left on the trade deadline today. So, uh that's it's going to be interesting to see how how everything shakes out today with uh, with Major League Baseball. Uh, before we get to a break and get to Curtis Wilkerson, we will stick on the topic of Major League Baseball. What Aaron Judge is doing right now is like the craziest thing in sports. Um, he the the Yankees played their 104th game last night, and I don't think he's getting here, but. Aaron Judge through the same amount of games that Barry Bonds played in 2001 when Bonds set the single season home run record is two off of the pace that Bonds had at that point in the season. Uh I don't like I find it very 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 hard to believe that Judge can keep this up for the next 2 months and match or cross uh, bonds' his home run t- total from that year. But he does have 43. And it is not the craziest thing in the world to think that he could pass Roger Maris, who had 61. It's not crazy to think he could get 62 or 63 and pass Roger Maris at this point. No, 100%. I mean, he's he's on fire, and he's not slowing down for yes. what it looks like. He's on pace for like eighty something home runs, given the pace that he is on since the All Star break. So in in the in the last twelve games, if if he keeps that same type of production up, he's on pace for like eighty something home runs total for the year. Obviously, he's not keeping up that level of production, right? He's not going to hit five hundred the last two months of the season and hit forty home runs. It's not going to happen. But
2: even if he he gets like half of that,
1: he's getting sixty. Yeah. Like I I think it I think it's pretty much set in stone at this point. He is getting 60. It's just a matter of how much over 60 he is going to get. And also the thing to, to watch too is what the RBI's look like. Because with a little over 2 months to go in the season, he is at 93 RBI's. That's an insane number for August 2nd. Um uh, he is going to break his career high of 114 that he said in 2017. Um he is going to shatter that by a long shot. So not only is the is the home run thing interesting, how many RBIs he gets to this season is going to be uh, interesting as well. Also, a 680 slugging percentage is like one of the craziest things in baseball. I mean it's year. nuts. That is a stupid stupid number. That means like that means almost 7 out of 10 at-bats he takes He is making phenomenal contact, right? He is hitting the crap out of the ball, 7 out of 10 at-bats. So uh, some of these numbers, man, are just crazy for for Aaron Judge this year. Uh, Anyways, the Yankees do play the Mariners tonight in Game 2 of that series. We need to take a timeout. Uh, We'll come back and uh, have a chat with Curtis Wilkerson after this on The Ticket.
0: Kara's icing down. Bobo's in the pen. But Kate and Andrew are dealing. Way ball! The setup continues right after this on the Ticket Radio Network.
4: That's baseball.
0: I received this letter a couple days ago and I thought I would share it with you. Dear Mr. Ford, my name is Doris and I'm 82 years old. I enjoy your stories. I have one for you. My husband and I were hosting a young lady who was an exchange student. We took her to get her driver's license. Her English name is Jane. She called me mom. She passed the written test, failed the driving test. The state trooper said she ran every stop sign. Jane looked at the state trooper and said, I was just driving like mom does. Good story, Glenn Sane, God bless our troop.
7: What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, Better ways to build a life, or buy a home, or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all. With resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you. Better for Arkansas. Better for all. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
5: Hey guys, if you want to feel better than you have in a long time, you need to reach out to my friends at Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter, and people ask me all the time about my results with testosterone replacement therapy at Elite Men's Health. And I can tell you this firsthand, 100% testosterone replacement therapy works. So it's helped me feel better than I have in forever. So if you feel run down or tired all the time, you might have low testosterone. And if you feel like you have less strength than you used to, if you feel like you have less endurance, you might have low testosterone. And if you're struggling to lose belly weight or experiencing lower libido, you might have low testosterone. And that's where Elite Men's Health comes in. Go by for an evaluation. Let Elite check your levels. And if your levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So since I've been going to Elite, my total testosterone has increased 400%. And my free testosterone is up over 300%. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro and EliteMensHealth.com this summer let's take care of ourselves and our local businesses and what better way than a getaway in your own home state book that river trip find that cabin with a view plan a trip to the lake a museum or your favorite state park or head off to a local town that you've always wanted to explore there's more than ever to discover inside our state's borders get inspired at arkansas.com seek more in arkansas If you're looking to take a break
7: from the norm, it's time you check out all that's happening in Texarkana, Arkansas. You'll find goodness that only we can offer. Home to some of the region's
5: best flavors and lively entertainment, there's out-of-the-ordinary fun for everyone. So, whether you're passing through with an appetite or staying with us multiple days, you'll find a side of goodness only served by Texarkana, Arkansas. Learn
3: more at ourtexarkana.com
4: in honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion, Dick Vitale. I wanna beat cancer, I'm gonna beat it. That's no doubt in my mind, I'm gonna win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities, victory over setbacks, victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up, don't ever give up. Donate to the V Foundation to join our team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind, it cannot touch my heart, and it cannot touch my soul. 100% of donations fund game-changing cancer research, Donate now to the V Foundation at V.org.
0: It's the fastest hour in sports talk. Now back to The Setup on the Ticket Radio Network.
1: All right, welcome back here on The Setup as we continue along on a Tuesday edition of the show. Kate Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here on the tickets. Halfway home on a Tuesday, which means it's now time to go to the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications and check in with our friend Curtis Wilkerson over at hogsports.com. Curtis, how are you this afternoon?
7: Well, you know, it's it's Major League Baseball Trade Deadline Day. So yep. as a as a lifelong Cardinals fan, this typically is a sad day for me and <laughs> it's shaping up that way with the Juan Soto news. But other than that, I'm doing pretty good, especially on the Arkansas front.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, as a Cubs fan, I feel like the Juan Soto thing just completely killed the Cubs trade deadline. So I'm kind of with you. Everyone's against Juan Soto right now. That's right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we'll we'll talk some Arkansas. We'll start first with with what was some, some big NIL news today, especially on the Arkansas basketball front. Uh, the entire men's basketball team signed to an NIL deal uh, that will ultimately be in support of the children, Children's Safety Center. So just kind of walk us through uh, all the details uh, of that NIL deal for, uh, for the Arkansas basketball team.
7: Yeah, you know, this is really, really cool. Um, this is the AAC, the Athlete Advocate Consortium. Uh, this is this NIL group that was put together uh, by Brian and Mandy Hunt. If, if, if the last name Hunt sounds familiar, it, it should, right? Yeah. Uh, just you know, this Northwest Arkansas-based NIL organization, and, and I think they're doing this the right way. And you know, so it's not a, you know, necessarily, hey, do a do a commercial or, or a radio spot for us or, or whatever, and we'll hook you up with an, an NIL deal. Uh, but they're partnering these student athletes and really supporting them in an effort to support area charities. Uh, and, and so they agreed to. A deal with the entire men's basketball roster like you mentioned to support the Children's Safety Center uh, here in Washington County uh, so it's all going towards a good cause and I, I think that's really important if you know if you're gonna do this uh, to do it the right way and, and you know it's, it's I think it's teaching these guys uh, you know the, the, the value of getting involved in the community and, and helping out so uh, a, a really cool deal. You know, this AAC is a new venture. It started earlier this year. I want to see it was late January, maybe early February. Uh, and, and J.D. Note, former Razorback All-American guard, was kind of the headliner to, to partner with the AAC. Uh, and, you know, they worked to, you know, side-by-side with him uh, with the Samaritan Community Center here in Northwest Arkansas and raised over $50,000 to that charity. So you think about having the entire Razorback men's basketball program involved, uh, the sky's the yep. limit in terms of what they can do, and obviously, a you know a good move on the part of the Hunts to get involved. In, and they said it—you know—the marketability uh, with this Razorback team, with the anticipation around the season, and you know the, the highly ranked incoming recruiting class—it uh, just makes sense for both parties. So I, I thought it, it's a big deal uh, and a very good thing to support a good cause.
1: Well, it uh, it comes out, I guess, a few days before Arkansas is set to take their their overseas trip. Uh, so, obviously, you know, gearing up for that. Did see, I guess, a couple of days ago where those games are going to be televised. So, just kind of give us the the rundown of what to expect to see out of Arkansas on their overseas trip this year.
7: Yeah, yeah. So the Hogs are hitting the road on Saturday, uh, and by hitting the road, I mean hitting the air. So they're going to take off to Spain. Uh, for this four game exhibition tour, uh, those games are going to be live streamed. It, it's through flow sports. And, uh, so, so for some people that's disappointing because they, they usually stream those early tournaments during the baseball season. And eh, you know, sometimes it's maybe a little, uh, a little lower in the quality yes. uh, and it does come at a cost. Right. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a twenty nine ninety nine 99 per month deal, but Hey, Uh, You know, Arkansas is going overseas. Everybody is excited about this, and it's an opportunity to see four games. I I think it's well worth the cost. Uh, And it's just going to be really interesting to see, you know, in terms of uh, who Arkansas is playing. They've got four separate opponents, and it's really just kind of a hodgepodge. It's a little difficult, honestly, uh, to get some information on the teams that Arkansas is going to be playing, but it's just a collection of everything from you know, local professionals to maybe some, you know, U-20, uh, maybe youth all-stars and developmental teams. They're playing a really good team uh, out of Denmark who won their league last year. So it's a little bit of a, you know, a mix and match and and maybe a hodgepodge of of competition. But this is really about Arkansas, right? And uh, just, you know, kind of them getting to, to test themselves against different competition. They've been beating up on each other and practicing against each other. Uh, you know, for the better part of two months now. So, you really start to learn more about the team when you're all together and, and you can mix and match different lineup combinations. So, uh, from that standpoint, it's going to be exciting. Their first game is on Tuesday, and then they play every other day. So, it'll be Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Saturday, and then Monday, and then they'll head back home. So, uh, you know, pretty cool deal. The good thing is, you know, in Spain and in Italy, it's about seven hours ahead. Uh, in terms of time zone and all those are night games so really it falls into a window where most of these tip-off times for the Razorbacks are going to be in the middle of the day we're talking noon, okay. one o'clock in the afternoon so perfect timing uh excited to cover that and uh man you know after after getting to view a practice last week uh really excited to see these guys kind of lace them up against somebody else
1: yeah that will uh that'll be fun i always like these uh Uh, overseas trips a because you get to see the the team in action before the season starts but also i would assume it probably helps in preparation for next season too because you get that additional practice time ahead of this trip
7: yeah 100 percent. that's huge you know that that, that's the deal you can only do these you know once every four years Uh, it's been six for arkansas because covid kind of pushed some of that back obviously uh but when you do have these overseas tours it does come with 10 uh, additional full practice sessions. You know, they've been limited to eight hours per week uh, throughout the course of the summer and only four hours on the court. Uh, so they've really been able to ramp that up, 10 full practices. They've been doing a lot of install. Uh, you know, they're playing over in Europe, so these are FIBA rules where you've got, you know, different basketball, 24-second uh, shot clock, the wider lane, and so they've been, you know, kind of getting acclimated to some of that as well. So uh, they've really been ramping it up in practice and and that's hugely beneficial uh in terms of in terms of encore chemistry and then you know anytime you you take a long plane flight like that you're going to experience some of the things that they're going to experience you know outside of just basketball uh, a huge opportunity and a great experience for them it's going to be critical uh, for just the team bonding and the overall team chemistry for a group we said 100 times 11 new faces out of 13 scholarship players so it's just uh it really falls, I think, at the perfect time for this Razorback group.
1: On the other side, uh, Razorback football is about to get set to start fall camp. Uh, obviously, that starts up on Friday with the first practice, so I would uh, venture to guess there's a lot of excitement uh, around this football program because we're almost through the off season and at the start of fall camp.
7: Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, everybody's ready for it, right? You know, this, this is the the season of Arkansas football—it's probably the most anticipated in a long time. We know it's been a struggle uh, for Arkansas for the past several years. They really turned the corner last year, uh, but maybe they were a year ahead of schedule. You know, I remember this time a year ago coming into it saying, "Well, hey man, if, if, if Arkansas can just kind of take that next step and you know maybe sneak into bowl eligibility, you got to consider that a win." And yeah. you know, then they go out and, and win nine games. So. Uh, the expectations are high this year. It's going to be a team that's ranked in the top 25 coming into the season, uh, picked third in, in the SEC West by the media. That's certainly nothing to sneeze at. Uh, and it's a brutal schedule, and it hits you in the mouth right away with you know, Cincinnati, a college football playoff team, coming into town for week one. you got a conference opponent in South Carolina the next week. So camp is huge. It, it's important for this team. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered Uh, in terms of who's going to fill the holes with, you know, Traylon Burks gone at receiver, you know, guys like Grant Morgan and and people across that defensive line. They're going to have to be replaced, so there's a lot of opportunity uh, and there's going to be a lot of competition. And that's an exciting thing in camp because sometimes you can fall into the monotony of just kind of reporting and and seeing the same things over and over and over. But I think there's enough storylines and enough intrigue from that standpoint for you to be really excited about, and it should be an exciting camp for Arkansas, and you're right. Uh, first practice on Friday, they're going to get after it. Obviously, you've got that seven-day acclimatization period before they can go full pads, uh, but once they do, they can have up to nine full padded practices. Uh, they're going to have a couple scrimmages, one on the 13th and then one on the 20th, uh, in preparation for the season. So it's coming up fast. I mean, we're about a month away, so it's, uh, it's definitely exciting times, a lot going on in Fayetteville
1: one thing uh, one last thing before uh, we let you get out of here I have found it pretty interesting to uh, you know just kind of scroll through Twitter and see updates of Traylon Burks from uh, camp in Tennessee that started up this week and it does feel like uh, there's been a lot of positive uh, remarks said about Traylon Burks the first few days of uh, fall camp in Tennessee
7: well good that's, I mean, that's a change from the point that he got drafted yeah. summer workouts right I mean uh, listen, you know, The thing with Traylon Burks, and, and he'll admit it, uh, you know, looking at his weight, he's a big guy. Uh, he always has been, uh, and that's been something that he's worked on, is, was trimming down and, and leaning up at times at Arkansas, uh, but people forget that last year he was hurt. You know, he missed time uh, during fall camp with that heel injury, and really that limited him throughout the course of the season in terms of what he could do uh, throughout the week in terms of full practice. Yep. Uh, and it didn't, obviously didn't impact him too much in the game. He had a tremendous season, one of the best seasons for a wide receiver in Arkansas history. Uh, but you know, he's that far removed from being just full go, full bore, 100% uh, day in and day out when it comes to practice. And that doesn't make him lazy or out of shape or anything like that. Uh, it was a necessary evil to have him available on game days. So to me, uh, yeah, it probably took him a little while to round back into form and into shape. It uh, doesn't help that he has asthma, but uh, you know I, I think now that camp has started uh, and, and he's kind of got himself back to where he wants to be and and he's healthy, uh, people are starting to see what he's capable of doing and I don't, I don't think there's any doubt that he can be an impact guy for him right away and, and he's starting to shine. So happy to see that for Traylon Burks, just a with a great dude to cover, um, obviously a fantastic player, and I think Tennessee fans are going to be pleasantly surprised at what they get from him.
1: Well, uh, Arkansas football first practice on Friday. The basketball team with their overseas tour, uh, and a lot of other stuff going on over the course of the next week. So, Curtis, what can our listeners find over at uh, HogSports.com right now?
7: Man, all of the above. It's an exciting time. You know, we're we're one dollar a month right now uh, at Hog It's a good time to join us. It'll carry you all the way through camp to the first game. Uh, all of our in-depth, you know, insider coverage when it comes to fall camp. There's going to be a lot of that and then obviously the, the basketball right now is a bonus you got this overseas tour I'm going to be covering that get to go back out to practice tomorrow so we'll be able to offer some observations on that front uh, busy busy time it, it's been a you know the summer we've been waiting for it and, and it's finally here so plenty of coverage across the board over at Hulk sports right now
1: well as always uh, appreciate the time thanks for hopping on and uh, we'll catch up next week that sounds great. Looking forward to it. All right. Sounds good. That's Curtis Wilkerson over at Hawksports.com joining us on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Right Fiber is an internet provider that's different in all the right ways with no contracts, no hidden fees, and unlimited data. Check availability for your area at RightFiber.com. All right. Uh, we'll take a time out, come back, close out the show after this on the ticket.
0: Our advice, just take the over. I think it's safe to say that I won the bet.
1: More of the setup is coming up next
0: on the Ticket Radio Network. Cotton and
3: rice up, everything else down. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Act Network with your EAB Market Countdown. September corn at 591 and a quarter, down 15 and three quarters, with December corn at 594 and a quarter, down 15 and a half. August soybeans at 1569 and a quarter, down 25, with September soybeans at 1415 and three quarters, down 16 and a quarter. September wheat at 774 and three quarters, down 25 and a half. December wheat at 794, down 25. October cotton at 187, up 58, with December cotton at 9481, up 75. September rice at 1677 and a half, up 11 and a half cents. November rice at 1704, up 7. Moving on to Livestock now: August live cattle at 136.57 and a half down 20. October live cattle at 142.12 and a half down 50. August feeder cattle at 178.12 and a half down 152 and a half. September feeder cattle at 181.45 down 165. August lane hogs at 119.85 down 60. With October lane hogs at 96.22 and a half down 60.
0: That's your EAB market countdown, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Seed Innovation Protection Alliance seed company members invest 15% of sales into new seed innovations for your cereal acres. Check the bag for certified seed or single-use agreement restrictions so you don't step over the line or talk to your seed dealer. Plant breeders develop better, stronger genetics for your farm, so let's reinvest together to improve yields and quality. Without your patronage and trust, seed companies wouldn't be able to continually develop new genetics, traits, seed treatments, and other innovations to meet your needs. Here's farmer and landowner John Prue. We purchased the land about three years ago, and there was an old farmstead on there with trees. And we were going to clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was, so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse.
3: Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit ClickBeforeYouDig.com before you start work. A message from the pipeline operators for Ag Safety
1: Campaign. Hey farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. Having a hard time locating available equipment prior to year's end? Do you need to upgrade your tractors, combines, or sprayer to be prepared for the 22 crop year? At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre owned New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre owned New Holland. CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Be prepared for the 22 crop year. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas. To speak with our sales department in Jonesboro, call 870-972-5522. That's 870-972-5522. For Pocahontas, call 870-892-5254. That's 870-892-5254. Or visit our website at wtequip.com. WT Equipment. Let's get it done.
5: Shop local for your home and do your part to help as Gamble gives back. Now at Gamble Home. Gamble Home is currently helping kids in our area by collecting new backpacks, school supplies, and shoes. And your gift can turn into savings when you shop at Gamble Home. You can also earn a $200 gas card on qualifying mattress purchases. And Gamble is also letting you trade in your old recliner for a new one and save up to $100. Help Gamble give back and save right now at any Gamble Home location. Shop at the Farville Curve or take it home today from GH Express Uptown on Highland in Jonesboro.
7: It's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, exit 85, GMC and George
0: Kale Motors. We are professional grade. Timeout's over and we're going to the full court press now let's get back to the setup on the ticket radio network
1: all right welcome back here on the setup as we get set to close out a tuesday edition of the show and where the second annual chicago cubs fire sale has officially begun as they have traded David Robertson relief pitcher to the Philadelphia Phillies who everyone is saying will fill in as the new closer for the Phillies um no word on what the return back is but uh a little bit surprising because i feel like a lot of the a lot of the rumors um around the cubs so far have been that they were going to package Ian Happ with one of David Robertson or Michael Gibbons and then Wilson Contreras with, with the other one. So uh it is a little bit surprising to see him just trade one reliever to the Phillies. So we'll see who they get back. Um I I don't know if I want Bryce Harper or uh Cal Schwarber. I had decided yet. I, I'm sure that's who the Cubs are gonna get back for relievers. One of Bryce Harper or Cal Schwarber. So we'll see which one it is. Um <laughs> But uh, anyways, uh, thank you to our friend uh, Curtis Wilkerson over at hogsports.com for hopping on to the previous segment. Uh, That will be up following the show, soundcloud.com slash 95.3. The ticket is where you can find that there. Um, It does seem like we are starting to pick up. A little bit more steam toward the toward the trade deadline uh tyler molly appears to be heading toward or to the minnesota twins so um i guess the twins are about to to make a move here and we'll see what else happens over the course of the next uh, couple of hours because right now we are two hours and 10 minutes away from the official end of the trade deadline i'm trying to figure out um who the who in the world the Cubs got here for uh for David Robertson oh okay the Phillies number 26th overall prospect who's currently in Double A, so probably will never see the light of day in the big leagues uh, especially considering the fact that he was drafted in 2017 and his ETA Oof. is 2024 for when he makes it to the big leagues Oof. but I guess he was drafted straight out of high school because he's only 22 years old so oh okay so, it's, not, it's not like he was a four-year guy. Yeah, I was, so I was about to say. He, yeah, so maybe a couple more years in the minor leagues than then up in the bigs by the time he's 24. I mean, it works for Shane McClanahan. McClanahan got called up when he was 23 or 24, and he was a starter in the All-Star game this year. So, I mean, I guess it works um, yeah. for Shane McClanahan. So, why not Ben Brown? i never heard of until this point in my life. But Giants uh, traded Darren Ruff.
2: Oh, okay. for J.D. Davis and Prospects. Oh, I did see that. So they yeah. get
1: J.D. Davis. That is... That's interesting. Okay. Um, a little upset. I love Darren Ruff, but you know it is what it is. Yeah. He's a veteran. I get it. Uh, yeah, The if they trade uh, Carlos Radon or uh, Jock Peterson, really interested to see if they trade one of those over the course of the next two hours. I feel like those two names have been thrown out a lot in giant trade discussions so far. I'd rather...
2: Personally, I'd rather trade Radone from like a fan standpoint, but from like a talent, probably Jock, just because you know yeah. Jock's kind of like the journeyman and
1: yeah, I don't know. It's hard not to want Jock on your team, though. That's that's the thing. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's a very very likable guy. He's not the best baseball player in the world, but he's still a solid MLB player, a solid starter in the outfield, and he's a very likable guy. So he's a good dugout guy. Yes, yes. So, anyways, uh. That is at least right now the latest in in Major League Baseball. No new news to report. I got to tell you though, I cannot wait till five o'clock. I may not check Twitter all night. I am so tired of scrolling through Twitter to figure out uh, what trades are going to happen. But like also, I can't not scroll through Twitter because I don't want to miss any trade in in Major League Baseball right now. So yeah, I
2: mean I've been on it since I woke up because we had all that. We had the. Was the Miami Dolphins stuff? Yeah, today?
1: we we had we had the Dolphins stuff, which with the trade deadline going on, hadn't even had a chance to really get into that. I guess maybe we'll try and save that for tomorrow when there's uh, less Major League Baseball stuff to talk about. But the Dolphins got hit pretty hard today. They did. I was surprised. Yeah they they got a they got more of a punishment than Deshaun Watson did. So uh, yeah, the what tampering with trying to get Tom Brady onto your team is uh, more worthy of punishment than you know deshaun watson so i guess makes sense makes makes for a whole sure. lot of sense um that's sarcasm by the way but <laughs> i'm pretty did their owner not get suspended the same amount of games as deshaun watson he did until he gets suspended october, six games yeah until october okay. yeah okay i mean that you know that's same thing same thing <laughs> it's just it's just so bad it's I, just that so bad. that's what annoys me about the nfl is like they're they they just have no they have no criteria for their punishments and the, they, the worst part is the rule
2: book says this is what they violated. This is what you need to do. And they go, ah, we'll figure it out. Like we'll there, do our own there, thing. There's
1: no reason for Calvin Ridley to be suspended for a year and Deshaun Watson to be suspended for six games. Doesn't make sense. There, there, there is no reason. If Calvin Ridley gets suspended for a year, Deshaun Watson better get suspended for two years, right? Exactly. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It, and it's always been this way. That's that's the number one thing that drives me nuts about the NFL is that they just have no set punishment. Like, every punishment is different. It's dumb. At least in, like, the NBA and the MLB, like, I feel like if you do this thing, it's a one-year suspension or whatever, right? I feel like the MB- MLB at least has some kind of something set in stone. The NFL just, like, throws stuff at the wall. And it's like, ah, we'll do They're this. like, hey, guys,
2: watch this. And then yeah. they tweet it out, and everyone
1: gets mad <laughs> All right, that does it for us. The Drive with Brad Bobo next from 3 to 6. Coming up tomorrow morning, 7 to 10, the front row with Budro. 10 to 12, Red Wolf Roll Call. 12 to 2, the Workday Red Zone Get you back to us tomorrow from 2 to 3 for our final show of the week. So until then, for Andrew, I'm Cade. So long. Have a great Tuesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow.